Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Manning calling signal, takes the snap, looks left, lobs it left, throws it right open, touchdown Giants! In the left corner of the end zone! Touchdown! With 35 seconds to go, and the Giants regain the lead! Manning the bird! When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on The Fan. Waiting on tomorrow. Trying to see what the Jets do. Trying to see what the Giants do. Another nationally televised game. And we're going to talk to someone right now who can give us the proper insight. He's New York's own. He's the Bronx's own. He's a Hazeman. He's from Hofstra. He's won a Super Bowl. He played for the Jets. It's it's my main man. It's Willie Colon. Willie, how you doing, man? You good? Hey, what's going on, brother? Thanks for having me on. No, absolutely. First, uh, you, everybody good in your clan? Everybody smooth? Yeah, man. I got a packed house right now. The kids are running rampant. I'm trying to watch college football. I got popcorn and pizza flying all over the place. So it's a good Saturday. I know how that goes. That's a beautiful scene, man. That's a beautiful scene. Well, let's talk about what could be an ugly scene tomorrow. Hopefully not for both the, the New York Jets and the, and, and the Giants. Let's start with the team that you suited up for, uh, the New York Jets. We just got word about 30, 40 minutes ago that Sauce Gardner is the latest New York Jet to go down uh, dealing with a concussion. He is going to be out. We can think or go up and down the roster right now uh, with the Jets uh, with their injuries to the corners. How big of a chance or how slim of a chance do the Jets have with this game? What do they have to do to go out there to, to actually try to win and execute? Well, it's, it's interesting. I, I think for the from the defensive side of the ball for the Jets, it's a matter of just staying apart, right? We're talking about the, going back to the uh, Kansas City Chiefs game. You know, it was 17-zip early in that game, and Valid Zach Wilson fought his way back into that game and gave the Jets a chance. Nevertheless, man, this defense has to start fast, even the offense. I mean, for Zach Wilson right now, you know, when you go 3-12 or 12 against the Broncos, that's not conducive football. Um, Brees Hall was able to kind of, they were able to unlock Brees Hall. They were able to play in front of the sticks. But overall, they got to maximize the opportunities they get in the red zone. So if they get in the red zone, they have to score just to keep up with Jalen Hurts in the offense because they have the weapons in AJ Brown, Smith. You talk about DeAndre Swift and that offensive line. So, and nevertheless, man, we talk about what they just need to do is just keep up and find a way offensively to keep the Eagles offensive side of the ball on the sideline. It sounds like the the New York Jets' best chance at offense is going to be their defense. That we we may have yep. we may have to see a a picked up fumble or or, or something or another tomorrow uh, just to go ahead and and keep things competitive. You mentioned Zach Wilson and Willie Colon is joining us here on the fan. What type of progression have you seen from him moving forward over these past few weeks? For me, it's just poise. Um, he doesn't seem panicked. He doesn't seem worried. Um, he seems like he's starting to get his groove. He's starting to see things not as quickly as I think we would like, but nevertheless, man, his mechanics just seem, um, he's thrown in rhythm. 
he has a poise to him. He doesn't seem like he's panicked at all in the pocket. A lot of times what we're used to seeing out of this Wilson is, is him escaping, um, throwing all platform throws that either hit or don't. Um, and then he's just managing the game better. Um, and that's what you need to see. Obviously he had that, that one, you know, that one mishap, uh, towards the, before halftime in the Broncos. Um, but nevertheless, when you took a, when you look at the tape, he's making those throws. He just has to be on time and in rhythm. He stated himself going into this week, I feel rushed, right? And I'm going to be honest, going against this Eagles defense, you will be rushed. Um, it's just a matter of him just seeing the open man deliver it and take what the defense gives you. He doesn't have to be Superman this game. He just has to stay on par and really finishing out a lot of his defense and win, win the game for him. Willie, the dude who, who he replaced and is holding down a fort for Aaron Rodgers, we know he does his, his weekly media hits with Pat McAfee, and right. we got the video that came out of him without the crutches. Uh, is this like a, a, a pipe dream, given the Jets' standing? Do you think there's any chance in how we see him suit up again this year? You know, Jay, I, I don't know, bro. I'm going to be honest with you, because I tore my Achilles. I tore my Achilles. My, my, one of my first big injuries uh, was me tearing my Achilles oh, two weeks before I had to report to uh, Steelers training camp. And it literally took me six months just to feel like myself. And then another half of just me me, me getting back in motion. So it's a process. Um, I think one of the benefits nobody talks about is that if, if there was an injury to be had is that he had it week one. Um, how he recovers from it, that's on him and his process because, listen, he is 39 years old. He'll be 40 next year. Who knows what his body can, uh, you know, withstand. I mean, all reports said he's way ahead of schedule. Um, so, and I also think, listen, if the, if the Jets can pull out this win, they'll be 3-3. Three and three. Uh, And then they go into the, the, another phase of the, uh, the season. You know, if they can continue to win and win games they're supposed to win because after this bye week, they have, I think they have the Giants, Seahawks, um, I think Chargers, no, I'm, that's wrong. They have the Giants, Raiders, and Chargers, all games they can win after the bye. If they can somehow win this game, go into the bye, beat the Giants, beat the Raiders, beat the Chargers, um, they put themselves in really good, really good position, and that will make Aaron Rodgers say, you know what, this is real. I possibly can come back this year. Um, but if they lose against the Eagles, which they might, I mean, the Eagles are undefeated and they're a damn good football team overall, it's just how they finish this game. So, you know, and I got to say this. I love Robert Sala, but this is a statement game for him. For him, if he's able to win this game, beat the Philadelphia Eagles at, at you know, in MetLife, which the Jets are, you know, 0-12 against the Eagles, this is a statement game. This is a game where you say, you know what, with everything that's happened to this organization and team and head coach, he's able to have the Jets finish this, uh, you know, this month of September, so to speak, 3-3. Three and three. This keeps your job because I know there was a lot of reports about him being on the heater. If he's able to beat the Eagles and go into the bye week three and three with the Giants once again, Chargers and Raiders, man, you got to feel good about that after everything this organization has been able to deal with. Willie Colon is joining us, the JR Sport Brief Show here on the Fan. You you think that that Salah doesn't have a little bit longer of a leash given the fact that Rodgers isn't out there? You think that uh, that he would could potentially get the boot in season? You know, the biggest thing about Robert Sala joining the New York Jets or really being the head coach of the New York Jets was what he did in San Francisco. He had an all-world defense led by Patrick Peterson and Navarro Barman and Justin Smith. He he led that defense. So when he got to New York, there was a lot put into his put into him and the defense. That's why they drafted a Quint Williams. That's why they drafted a Sauce Garner. That's why they brought on some of the pieces, even a Jermaine Johnson, for him to have this defense lead the team. Like the, the real true face of this Jets organization and, and, and team 
should be the defense because of Robert Saleh and the pieces they have on that side of the ball. Now, the question is, you got Jalen Hurts, who threw for 300 yards, who rushed for 75 yards against the Rams. Can his defense stop him? And they're going to have to be able to rush at, rush as a defense, rush as, um, you know, the front four. But overall, you go back to that Rams game, Justin Hurts is starting to give his groove back. One thing I liked about the Jets going against the Denver Broncos against Russell Wilson uh, five minutes late into that game was their ability to dial up blitzes because Robert Salah has his method, so to speak, is bend but don't break. But with the front four, we don't have a consistent pass rusher outside of uh, Bruce, uh, Bryce Huff. We don't really have nobody that gets to the quarterback on a consistent basis. Valley, Quentin Williams, but he's double teamed most of the time, so he can't beat two to three offensive linemen at a time. We need to give, be able to get after J- Jalen Hurts, and that's going to come down to Robert Sala really dying up some blitzes where we can add pressure and get turnovers. So hopefully that can happen Sunday. Willie, this is a general question for you when you think about the, the, the coaching carousels and who gets hired and the direction of the league. When you came in, it, it seemed to be a, a whole lot more run-heavy. Uh, you, you have more right. of a feature back. Do you think that these future hires are, are teams at a disadvantage when they hire a defensive-minded coach as opposed to somebody who's used to working with the offense? No, I, I think it's just the identity of the organization and what they have in the locker room. I think it'll, it all varies. I don't think not one team is the same. If you're a defensive-minded coach, I don't think that hinders you from being able to run our offense or at least be conducive to putting out a competent offensive uh, outfit on the field. Um, I think every team is different. Um, every team is built different, so it, it just varies. I don't think one guy has the edge over, over the other. Well, let's look at the other New York team, this one run by an offensive dude and, and, and Brian Dayball. When you look at all the injuries that the New York Giants have suffered, whether it be Saquon Barkley and now Daniel Jones, are th- as an organization, are things going to continue to get worse before they get better? Are they going to have to kind of wipe the slate clean? It doesn't look good, man. It doesn't look good when you had, you know, I think Wednesday they had 14 guys on the injury, uh, the injury list. They couldn't even practice. Um, this team just needs to get healthy, man. Daniel Jones is taking a beating. I think he's sacked the most. I think he's received the most pressures, pressures altogether. Um, and I don't think it's a lack of him not playing hard or not, not having that one-two. They just can't protect him for some reason. Um, and the loss of Andrew Thomas he hasn't been out there. Saquon hasn't been out there. Uh, Evan Neal, the big right tackle, who's gotten a lot of media attention, um, he hasn't played up to par thus far. Um, and then some of the weapons that they brought in, you talk about Dan Waller, he hasn't been effective in, effective in the red zone. Jalen Hyatt out of Tennessee, the rookie, who we thought was going to be able to blow the top off a lot of defenses and kind of allow the Giants to have explosive pay, uh, plays. He hasn't come into fruition as well. So the Giants just haven't haven't produced as advertised. We look, all looked at the preseason as a team that, man, if you, if this team stays together and they be able to win scrappy wins like they did last year, you got to look out for them. But nevertheless, man, Dane Jones has been under attack and been under pressure throughout beginning from the start, beginning of the start of the season. So um, this is going to be a tough one. I think the Giants, uh, they just have to clean up. You know, defensively, they have to be a better tackling team. They, they're a poor tackling team. They don't tackle well. Um, you know, from an offensive side of the standpoint, they got to be able to run the ball and they got to be able to be efficient on third down, which they're not very good at right now. But they have weapons. They have Paris Campbell. They have Sterling Shepard. They have Darren Waller. Um, I think the I think Breida, uh, the running back, I think he's a he's a solid one. But they just got to get some rhythm within the offense. But with all that said, man, their offensive line just has to play better. They're they're absolutely atrocious right now. That's what they're the New York Giants. Willie Colon is here with us on the fan. Before you joined us, we had a caller who, who asked a, a simple question, one that I ain't qualified to go ahead and answer, but you certainly would. 
He said, hey, how come the tight end isn't out there helping out with the offensive line? And I'm like, man, have you seen the entire team? It's like everybody's suffering. So from from your professional perspective, what could they do with their offensive line? Where could they get any help? Well, it's tough because they do chip. Um, They try to keep Waller in at times um, to kind of help with the protection. But nevertheless, man, it's just – they're just not in rhythm. Um, they're not in rhythm. They're not confident right now. They're not protection, protecting at a uh, like an efficient uh, pace. And right now, a lot of times, you know, Waller is usually the last guy to escape out of the pocket. He usually helps with chip help, and he'll try to get into the flat or try to break into the route. But by the time that happens, a sack is happening, or Daniel Jones is usually running for his life. So it's 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 a situation where they just need to protect up front better. And I don't know what that entails. Um, it's just it's tough to watch because I think a lot of what they want to do just has to start with the offensive line, and those guys on the front aren't getting it done. Hey, Willie, do you think this is going to be Saquon's last season with the Giants? I don't know. Obviously, a lot of him getting signed to this year, uh, a lot of his contract was incentive-based. Um, he's kind of behind the eight ball, so to speak, with everything he's had to deal with, plus being out, not being able to produce. Um if I'm the Giants in October 31st is a trade deadline where a lot of teams are going to be willing dealing. If some teams are going to be willing to sell, some teams are going to be willing to buy. I can see them moving on for Saquon Barkley. Um, there's a lot of teams that can use a prolific back who's competent, who's a willing blocker in the pass game, who could, has a home, home run ability. Um, if I'm the Buffalo Bills, so to speak, sure, I'll bring on Saquon. Um, but nevertheless, man, Saquon is, is an awesome ball player. He's great for the locker room. It just thus far, man, he has yet to be healthy and stay and will stay within the lineup. So uh, if the Giants don't win this game, which they're you know they're not predicted to beat the Bills, but if they continue to go on a losing streak, I can see this team breaking apart from Saquon Barkley. I, I think so, Willie. As we start to wrap things up, if we go up the turnpike and, and take a look at what's going on in New England right now, Bill Belichick is really on a hot seat. Do you think we're seeing the end of him? I mean, all good things got to come to an end. What are your thoughts on what's going on up there? You know, it's tough with Bill Belichick, man, because I think a lot of how we perceive and receive um, Bill Belichick is what we've seen in the past. Like, we rest on his laurels, being a six-time Super Bowl head coach and everything he's able to acquire and how we perceive the New England Patriots. You, it's, it's, it's tough from anybody who's not a Patriots fan and outside of being out of, you know, Gillette Stadium. It's, it's, it, you make, it makes you scrap your head because one thing we know about Bill Belichick, he's an authoritarian um, He's, a, he's an adjuster, and whatever outfit you bring to him, he knows how to shut down your best uh, your best weapon and really play scrappy defense, and we haven't seen none of that. And plus, Mac Jones, he just looks like he's, you know, doesn't exist out there. I mean, a lot was made of Josh Daniels being the dis- disconnect between him and Mac Jones. Well, Josh McDaniels is with the Raiders. Now they brought in Bill O'Brien. Um, and once they like, and I say this, once they let Jacoby Myers go, it seems like he doesn't have a security blanket out there. Um, and the game that Max Jones has played in, he's trailed. And he's gotten worse. He's regressed, actually. So the New England Patriots don't look good. And, you know, Bill Belichick, that was supposed to have this developmental system, really hasn't come into fruition. You can't name one guy in the Patriots right now that Bill Belichick says he's our guy, has had literally success right now. Um, and it's hurting him. And if I'm, you know, if I'm Robert Kraft, you know, I don't think you fire Bill Belichick, but I think you allow Bill Belichick to walk out on his own grace um, and, and kind of push him out the door lightly and slowly. Um, on the other hand, if you do bring him back next year, you have to let you can't give him the GM duties. You can't let him operate and construct your roster anymore. It has to go through somebody else. So there's a lot of questions to be had for the New England Patriots. 
But right now, they're not a good ball club. They're not playing on brand or up to the standard we know they can play at or what we've seen in the past. Um, and it's and it's ugly football right now. Uh, Willie, that you you warm my heart. It, that there's some positivity there, and it has to happen uh, a couple miles up north, man. So at, at least they're suffering. I appreciate that. Yeah, nobody nobody has any any empathy for the Patriots. Trust me, we're all right. <laughs> None at all, Willie. Where can right. people keep up and follow you? Everything you got going on, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. You can catch me Monday through Friday, seven, uh, excuse me, seven to uh, nine thirty uh, on Fox Sports One. Uh, catch me on the Craig Carton Show. Me, uh, usually we have either Plexico Burns or uh, Greg Jennings, but it's me, Carton, and uh, Jacoby uh, talking football, talking everything sports. Fox Sports One, seven to nine thirty a.m. Is there's no chance in hell you gonna get back on the field and help either one of these miserable Man. offensive lines? Hey, bro, I'm so washed up, man. You, I, I'm Paul Patro and uh, Peloton dad right now. That's, 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 the, that's my life. Uh, that's life. You can also catch me on the SNY uh, Jets pre and post, excuse me, so you can catch me that. If you're regional, man, SNY TV, everybody, you can catch me and Bar Scott, Connor Hughes, and uh, Steve Gelbs on SNY TV. Appreciate you, Willie. I'll be in touch with you, man. Enjoy the rest of the Saturday and the weekend with the kids and the family, okay? Thank you. No doubt about it. Much love to, to Willie Colon, uh, Bronxite, Hazeman, Hofstra, just the Jets uh, coming through and, and holding it down with us uh, here on the fan. And I, I, I got to agree with him. I think on probably the, the major point that he made, the biggest one, is that it, it don't look all that good for, for Saquon. I actually think as much as he wants to be here and in the area, et cetera, he might find himself in a better position elsewhere especially if the New York Giants continue to look as bad as they have have had uh, throughout the course of the season.